Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Behind the Mic with Audiophile Magazine. I'm Joe Reed, and with me for the whole week is contributor to Audiophile, Sandy Henschel. Hi, Sandy. How are you? Hi, Joe. I'm fine. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you. So tell me about the books you're going to be talking about this week. Where are we going to start? We're going to start with a mystery. I know you like mysteries. do. That makes me happy. <laughs> <laughs> this one is called The Other Passenger, and it's by Louise Candlish, read by Stephen McIntosh, and it's an earphones winner, and it's really creepy. <laughs> You'll, you're going to like this a lot. <laughs> I know Louise Candlish, so then it's a psychological thriller. It's not a blood and It gore definitely one. is. Yeah. Right. It reminds me of Ruth Rendell more than anything. I love Ruth Rendell. Me too. So the story centers on two couples, Jamie and Claire, who are in their late 40s, and Melia and Kit, who are in their 20s. And they become friends because Jamie has a terrible claustrophobia issue. And so he travels to work on a river bus. And Kit also travels to work on that river bus. And they become kind of casual friends because of their morning commute, you know. Mm -hmm. And the couples become very friendly especially after Claire and Melia meet, they get into very close relationships, shall we say. Oh, dear. Yeah, right, exactly. Anyway, <laughs> one one morning, Kit doesn't show up on the boat, and Jamie figures out it's because he's hungover, because Kit has been doing a lot of late-night drinking and drugging and even dalliances, and mornings on the boat are often choppy. So he figures, well, Kit must not feel well because he's hungover or something. Well, Jamie arrives at his destination on the boat and the police are waiting for him. Melia has reported Kit missing and suddenly Jamie is the prime suspect and somebody saw them fighting and we don't know who that other passenger who was on the river bus and saw them fighting is. That's, uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so what we have here is sort of a commuter horror story. You know, he starts it out by saying, like all commuter horror stories, mine begins in the mean light of early morning. And oh, he, well, there we go. I know, I know. <laughs> he prepares you. What does Jamie do for a job? Jamie used to be a uh, communications, a person in communications, but he had this highly visible claustrophobia panic attack on the tube and he pulled the emergency cord and got everybody stuck in the tunnel which was even worse 
And so somebody was videoing it and it went viral. And um, Jamie had to quit his job in communications and he just is a, a barista. Claire has money? Claire has enough money to take care of them, yeah. Okay. But Jamie does not have money. And what about the other couple? Where are they financially? Well, Because finances always have something to do with it. Tell me, I know that much. Yes. Kit and Melia are um, gorgeous young people who are actors, and they're just doing other things now to sustain themselves. And they have no money and are living way above their means. Uh-huh. So the plot, uh-huh. the plot thickens. It does. Well, why don't we hear a little now? Whose point of view are we getting? We're hearing... Jamie's perspective throughout, and this is Jamie telling us when Claire first meets Melia, and Jamie tells us this. Okay, so this is The Other Passenger by Louise Candlish, read by Stephen McIntosh. Before I start, I should like to point out that it wasn't me who got us tangled up with the Ropers, but Claire. The woman who is now their fiercest critic was also their discoverer and erstwhile champion. For a while there, she thought they were the bee's knees, both of them. Melia came first. Whatever complications arose later, there is one thing I have no doubt about. The collision of our two worlds was pure chance. Of all the estate agents in all the towns in all the world, she walks into Claire's. Claire mentioned her on one of her first days back at work in January. I had lunch with that new girl who started last month. Melia, she's called. Turns out she lives near here. Girl? Well, she's in her late twenties, possibly thirty. I honestly don't know. Hurtling towards fifty, as we were, we found it hard to judge younger adults' ages. They all look like six-formers to us. Anyway, she's the new junior Richard hired to work with the Relo consultants. She's fitting in really well. He's getting fantastic feedback about her. So, first of all, he sounds really creepy. He sounds horrible, actually. Um, <laughs> and, and nobody I'm feeling very sympathetic towards. But the narrator is well, really good. Um, Stephen McIntosh. Uh, I, right. He hasn't done very much as far as I know. No, he hasn't. He's an English actor. Uh, he's narrated film and TV stuff. And I tried to see if he had any other audiobooks to his credit. But all I was able to find was Wasted by Martin Johnson and some multi-voiced BBC full cast narrations. So maybe he's going to move into the biz more. I don't know, but he's certainly very good, especially, oh, Joe, when he describes Jamie's attack, his um, claustrophobia panic attack, mm-hmm. it's you, you, you find yourself breathing hard, can't keep up wishing they would get out into the open air. That's how good he is. Wow. That's yeah. that's pretty accomplished in in, you know, audio only. That's that's pretty good. So, you're giving this a big thumbs up? I I enjoyed it. It is an earphones winner and um it's kind of kind of a queasy feeling triple double cross. Sounds like fun. That is The Other Passenger by Louise Candlish, and it's read by Stephen McIntosh. Sandy, thank you so much. As far as I'm concerned, you got the week off to a really, really good start. Thank you. Thank you, my dear. You're welcome. Talk to you soon. Sure. 
Hey, and make sure you listen to a special edition of Behind the Mic. It's my interview with actor Alfred Molina. He's talking about acting in front of the camera and behind the mic as a narrator. He is as charming as he is talented. The interview is dropping on October 15th. That's an extended edition of Behind the Mic with Alfred Molina. Be sure to listen. When COVID lockdown threatens to keep Oliver and Kiara apart, Oliver suggests they move in together. A month later, detectives discover a body in Oliver's apartment. Has the lockdown created the opportunity for the perfect crime? Find out when you listen to 56 Days by Katherine Ryan Howard, narrated by Alana Keir Collins. And you got it, it comes from Blackstone Publishing. I'm Joe Reed, talk to you tomorrow. 